From Port Orchard, Washington, this is the Story Night Podcast. Each month, we gather in a bar in the coolest Navy town in America, and we tell stories here. You're about to hear one of them. My name is Stephen Gardner, and I'm the host of the storytelling event, which coincidentally is also known as Story Night. For those of you scoring at home, this is episode number 126. The story you're about to hear comes from Doug Avery. He told it in December of 2017. The theme that night was soundtrack. In fact, I've told or I've posted every story that ran that night, including one that was a reading. Thinking I had posted every story from that evening's event, it was kind of a special night. We had a musician playing as background music to all the stories, and it wasn't exactly what I had envisioned, but it was really kind of neat. At any rate... For whatever reason, I forgot to post Doug Avery's story. So Doug, with my apologies, this is your story. Here it is, again, from December 2017. The theme was soundtrack. Here is Doug. So uh, the very first uh, story night I did a few months ago, uh, I decided to tell the story about karaoke. <laughs> kind of wish I'd saved that one now. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to start my story off with a little, uh, a little quiz just to kind of gauge the audience's uh, music age, uh, just to see where we're at, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm getting up there, but I'm still kind of young. So you guys can shout out the answer to any of these at any time. And if I get one answer on all of these, I'm going to be so pumped. I'm going to be so pumped. So uh, first one, uh, where would I go to find my thrill? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, why is it a wonder that the rag doesn't tear? Oh, I got one. The way he makes it pop. Chattanooga Shoeshine Boy. It's the first song I ever remember hearing being played in my grandmother's house was that song right there. Uh, this one's going to be real simple. Just finish the line. This is where, this is where we're going to see. Uh, regulators! Whoa, look at that. See? Orangey, yeah. So we can begin right there. So this was going to be a story about uh, my favorite concert that I've ever been to. The hat's kind of foreshadowing. So uh, this is what happened. When I was uh, 20 years old, I would say two years ago. It would be more believable than his two years ago. But, uh, I was working for a vending company at a ballpark. And they came to us and they were like, hey, you know what? We need a little extra help with this... Uh, concert up the road do you guys want to help out and i was like sure i need the money so we went to it i had no idea what the concert was i get there my 20 year old self and it's the up in smoke tour now this is a tour back in 2000 some of you guys know yeah bone thugs in harmony dr dre eminem like they were all there i saw that marquee and i was like holy shit I am way too young to peak at my concert level. <laughs> got even better as we got in there, though, because we needed security clearance. Didn't have any. We're just sitting there waiting for security clearance, and this little black boy comes out and starts shooting hoops next to a tour bus. Didn't think anything of it. So this short little blonde boy comes out and starts shooting hoops next to him. Turns out it's not a short little blonde boy. It's just Eminem. <laughs> 
20 feet away from me. I'm like almost having a heart attack. But I've heard his music, so I know you don't freak out in front of Eminem. Otherwise, you get a song written about you when he makes all the money. <laughs> I worked about a half an hour of that concert. That was all they needed us for. The owner of the venue says, you know, just go enjoy the rest of the concert. I was like, really? It's like, yeah, just wherever you want to go. It's like, man, this is the best concert I've ever been to. I'm 20 years old. I can never, ever top this. But here's the thing. I grew up listening to a lot of music, a lot of different styles. Country music was what I was raised on, though. My mom and my dad, country music through and through. I got bullied a lot in school for that because, you know, who listens to country music anymore? It's like, I can fix this. I can start listening to cool music. Let me start listening to rap. So that's when I discovered Warren G. I was like, this guy's pretty cool. I was still too nerdy for that, though, because they had all moved on to, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony and Tupac and stuff. But I appreciated it because it opened up, like, it opened up an appreciation for me for all kinds of music. Like, even nowadays, my kids laugh at me because I sing the Power Rangers theme song over and over and over again. But it's catchy. Here's the thing, though. My favorite musician ever, Garth Brooks. Hands down. I'd never seen him in concert, ever. I always wanted to. I was living in Connecticut, stone's throw away from that Central Park uh, concert he put on all those years ago. And it was, I mean, I could have been there. It was like an earthquake in Connecticut with all those screaming fans there. Always wanted to go. A, month ago, a couple months ago, I hear this advertisement on the radio. Garth Brooks is coming to Tacoma. My heart starts beating. I'm like, I got to get to Garth Brooks. I can't do that. I'm on a subway salary. This is going to be hard. <laughs> but, you know, I got somebody in my life who I mentioned I needed to go see Garth Brooks with. And she loves me so much that she got online, waited on Ticketmaster, and bought me a ticket to go see this concert, even though she couldn't attend it with me. And I was already, like, as forever grateful for being able to go see Garth Brooks. I thought this is the greatest thing in the world. So to end this story, this is my, uh, this would have been my, uh, Garth, my letter to Garth Brooks had it not been too chicken shit to send it. So it's just Dear Garth. So Dear Garth, you don't know this, but five years ago when I was living in Connecticut, you helped set me up to see you in Tacoma, Washington. I've always been a big fan of yours. Your music has always inspired me. Everything from the dance to the river, standing outside the fire. These are all songs I grew up on. These are all like religion to me. Especially standing outside the fire. When he published that song, I felt I could do anything. This was at a time when I was being bullied for, you know, being good in school, for listening to the wrong kind of music, you know, for looking the way I do. But Garth comes along and he publishes this song about being able to do anything you want to do. And I was like, God damn, this man's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I want to go into this concert and I want to tell you all about it, but I really can't because you simply had to be there. But the driving thing for me was we get there, and he comes out on stage, and he goes, Hey, guess what, guys? We're filming this concert for my anniversary DVD that we're, that we're selling. I was like, Oh, my God. I'm going to be on a Garth DVD? <sighs> Give me a Hollywood star now. <laughs> but here's the thing. A week after that concert, I met my girlfriend in Chicago. She moved out here from Connecticut to be with me. 3,000-mile journey. I met her in Chicago. We drove from Chicago all the way to Washington, just listening to music. Really not much to do when you're driving through South Dakota and Montana, but music's all you need. 
All I could think about as I was listening to Garth Brooks in her car, I was like, I wish you could have been at the concert with me, but she was with me the whole time. And all I could think of is, you know, I'm twice divorced. I'm 37 years old and twice divorced, thinking I'm never going to do this right. And one, at one point in time, I was literally just hoping and praying that my last one would work out. Kind of needed it to. But then this really old Garth Brooks song came on. I'm sure you guys know it. Unanswered Prayers. It came on, and I always understood that song, but I never really felt the meaning of that song until I met her. Because I sat there wishing that all of my past relationships would work out, only to be in one right now that I hope never, ever ends. So seeing that concert a couple of months ago, and now living out here, taking that you know almost 3,000-mile journey with her, I'm 37 years old. I don't need another better concert. That car ride was the best one ever. That's all I got, guys. Thank you, Doug, for your story and for your patience. Story Night events are a partnership between Story Night and the Kitsap Regional Library. We have our events the first Thursday of every month at the Cloverly Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton. Our next Story Night is February 6th, and the theme that night is housing. Based on the book Evicted, it's the library's one book, one community selection this year. Story Night podcasts are available on all the apps. StoryNight.org has a calendar that has the dates for our events through the rest of the year and other storytelling events you might like to attend. I highly recommend you visit the website. On Facebook and on Twitter, our handle is StoryNightWa. And now for something new. Here's a snippet of what you'll hear next week. Even now, I'm the kind of person that when someone is late, I start thinking disasters. Something has happened to that person. That's why they're not here. On this occasion, the only disasters in my mind were the ones I wished on him. Thank you all for listening, and we look forward to hearing your story. Oh, actually, I don't think this one's got the distance.